In the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. I gotta tell you, we all have crosses, but I feel mine is extra heavy today because of this cape that I'm wearing. It's, it's something, I gotta tell you. Um, Christ is risen. I hesitate with that one too. Uh, all right, so blessed feast of a resurrection to all of you. Um, it goes without saying, but today we celebrate the single most important event in human history. And I know it sounds a bit dramatic, but it really is not when you consider what it is that we're commemorating today. Today, Christ looked death straight in the eye and defeated it. And not as, not as a one-time thing or a two-time thing, but a forever thing. Okay? Um, like we say in the liturgy of St. Basil, death reigned over us. And we were bound and sold on account of our sins. So we were held captive by death. You get that sense that the death was this big bully that just held us and we weren't never going to get away from him. And the only way to defeat a bully is through a bigger bully, right? Which is life, which is what Christ did. And that's who Christ is as well. He is life. Today, Christ took on despair and changed it to hope for us. He took on defeat and changed it to victory. He took on slavery and changed it to freedom. He took on the condemnation of death and changed it into salvation for us. He took on death itself and changed it to life. Okay? So it's through the resurrection of Christ that we are saved. Obviously, it's the totality of everything that he did, his incarnation, his crucifixion, his resurrection and ascension. But the resurrection specifically especially, right? Like St. Paul said in Romans, he says, for while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son. Much more, now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by his life, by his life. And this is why the resurrection is not just the cherry on top of a long week, okay? But it's the point of the whole week. The whole point of the week wasn't just doom and gloom and sadness or anything like that, but it's life. That was the point. That's what Pascha is. Pascha means Passover, and we're passing over from death to life. So Christ didn't just come on to die on the cross, and that was it. No, right? But it was to give us life and to give it to us more abundantly. And that happens through his resurrection from the dead. And this is also why the resurrection is the central message of Christianity. Okay? It's the resurrection that gives our faith the entirety of its meaning. Of its meaning. As St. Paul says in 1 Corinthians, he says, if Christ didn't rise, then our faith is empty. So without the resurrection, Christianity would be just any other concept that we see in the world. Okay? But it's not, because our God humbled himself and chose to be incarnate, chose the cross joyfully. Okay? But he also defeated death for us. So as his children, we get to live, we get to move, and we get to have our being. So in him, we have eternal life. C.S. Lewis once said, Christ didn't come to simply make bad, be- bad people good, but he came to make dead people alive. Okay? Now, what's, what's our role in all of this? You know, this sounds great, but what's our role in it? How do we actually get to enjoy and reap the benefits of the resurrection? Just a little bit ago, we did the resurrection reenactment. And it's a beautiful rite that we have in the church. And we don't have time to explain all of it today, but I just want to take a couple of minutes to reflect on that right with you guys. But in the reenactment, we get to hear the deacon say, lift up your gates, O rulers, and be raised up, O everlasting gates, that the King of glory may come in. 
And then the priest responds and says, who is the king of glory? And he says that not because he doesn't know, right? But he, it's a rhetorical question simply out of amazement. You know, when you're watching somebody maybe um, in a game or doing something very impressive, you lean over to somebody next to you like, oh, who is that, right? That's, that's where that question is coming from. Then the lights turn on. We make our tribal call, Dasgarata, uh, and we clap and we look forward, you know, we end it, we look forward to it again next year. The thing is, we can't look at this reenactment as some sort of show that happens once a year, but it's something that happens daily in my own life, okay? What do I mean by that? For me to live the joy of the resurrection, I have to lift up the gates of my heart to Christ every single day for Him to come in and transform it. Transform the hopelessness that I feel because of maybe of a specific situation in my life into hope. The defeat that I feel because of a stubborn sin in my life, maybe, that's just I'm always losing to, into victory over that sin. The slavery maybe I have towards a certain addiction, right, into freedom from this addiction. The blame and the guilt that I feel over something maybe I've done in the past or something that I've experienced in the past, into grace and forgiveness and salvation. The sadness into my life, in my life, into joy. The brokenness in my life or any relationship that I have, I have into healing and restoration in that relationship. The spiritual deadness that I feel inside my heart into life. So you see, we all have gates in our hearts. We all have gates. We have gates of sadness, gates of addiction, gates of hopelessness, gates of slavery, gates of guilt, gates of whatever you want to name it. Old gates, new gates, right? Gates on gates on gates. It's just, it's forever, right? And we keep these gates locked stored away, and we never bother with them. We never bother with them. But the good news is that today, today, we have Christ who has defeated death, which is the worst of the worst, okay? And we're here, and he's asking us to lift up these gates so that he may come in, and not just come in and unlock these gates, right, but completely remove them from our hearts. And to set us free, right? So to set us free from whatever it is that's ailing us. If Christ, if Christ defeated death, then he can help me defeat all these things that I have in my life. I can because he already did, right? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And where's that strength comes from? Comes from the grave, right? The, the empty tomb, okay? So if we are made to be free. And if the sun sets us free, then we are free indeed, right? But we have to lift up the gates of our hearts. Even though he could lift them himself, it's not that he doesn't want to, right? But we have to do it willingly. That's our part. He won't force himself on us. Christ today is asking me, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? Do you want me to come in and heal you? Would you like me to come in and renew your heart? Would you like me to come in and transform a specific situation in your life? Do you want to experience the joy of this resurrection and the taste of victory? Then lift up your hearts. Lift up your hearts, lift up your gates, and let me come in. As he says in Revelation, Behold, I stand knocking. If anyone hears me and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him. And not just eat, but he will fix, he will forgive, he will transform, and he will sanctify us. But we have to lift up, lift up the gates of our hearts. And sometimes I'll question it, right? Not necessarily out of amazement, but out of doubt. Like, who is this, right? Then you hear, you hear Christ's gentle voice patiently 
says, I am the Lord. I am the powerful. I am the strong. I am the mighty. I am the victor. I am the king of glory. Okay? There's no situation, no relationship is too small, nor, nor too big, nor too impossible, nor too hopeless or too desperate or too broken for him to do anything with. Because he is the king of glory. He's not just a gardener or just a teacher like St. Mary Magdalene thought. Okay? But he is the king of glory who defeated death by his resurrection. And he too can help me overcome anything in my life if I lift up the gates of my heart to him and the gates inside my heart for him to come in and transform it. May we all experience the joy of this resurrection and recognize him as the Lord of glory that he may come in and transform our hearts. And glory be to God forever. Amen.